Well, welcome back to the show. My name is Tudor, and this is my podcast, The Seven Transformations. It is Tuesday, January 9th, where I'm at. So, hope you're having a great day today. Uh, I'm actually inspired from yesterday to make an episode titled Perfecting Your Perfectionism. So, it's kind of an interesting idea. Let's just get right to it. You know, Monday rolls around, and what do you do? You wake up for work. Sometimes you're hungover from the weekend, sometimes you're just tired. Whatever it may be, usually Monday hits us pretty hard. I know certainly it hits me pretty hard. This particular weekend, uh, I rarely have a weekend. You know, I'm a professional dancer, if you don't know. I do that for a living. I'm also an artist. I do a lot of creative work. So my life doesn't follow a 9 to 5, Monday through Friday type of scheme. When the weekend rolls around, it's usually very active, uh, like this weekend, I was practicing and training. My partner and I are going to a competition, our first competition of the year in a month. So we're trying to work those holiday pounds off. And, you know, even though we're professional athletes, even if you take two or three weeks off, if if you are in the realm of athleticism, you know that your conditioning disappears immediately, uh, regardless of where you're at. So it's tough, you know, got to get get moving. And so with that, you start to realize that you can't be on 100% of the time. I remember I actually tracked my, this is right leading into the whole perfectionism part, I remember I tracked my energy levels for a straight month because I would notice that I'd have days where I'm feeling alive, I'm feeling inspired, my mood is up, everything you know, would be going perfectly. And then days where I was just tired, no matter what I did, you know, I take supplements every day, I don't eat crappy food. I, I eat very lean. There's nothing health-wise that I would do to suggest, you know, having fatigue. But keeping all that under control, there's still something at the end of the day that you will not be able to control. And that's a lesson that's taken a while for it to sink into my life, especially when I rely on my physical and mental energy for everything that I do. You know, when you teach a dance lesson, when you're creating something, you can't be half there. You have to be 100% in with your mind, with your heart, with your spirit. And that goes for anything, whether it's a you know your own business, uh, whether it's raising kids, anything that requires a lot of startup energy, you can't do it halfway. So inevitably, when you do have days when you're tired, uh, it's very frustrating. You know, for me, yesterday was one of those days, Monday. No matter what, I just could not get myself to the level that I expect myself to be, that I would like myself to be. You know, I remember sitting there at the end of the day, right before checking out and thinking to myself, wait a minute, you know, I still accomplished quite a bit today. You know, I went and worked, I went to the gym, I lifted weights, I still taught four lessons, I we had a meeting at work in the morning, I did some creative work when I got home, more like planning, not really creating, but, you know, setting up, organizing myself, that kind of thing. I still made some food. I still meal prep. So I looked through my day and I actually looking at it, I was like, wow, this was actually pretty productive. You know, so so it inspired me at the time. I was too tired to make an episode. I said, you know, let me wait till I'm a little more energetic, more lively so that it gets conveyed through the microphone. But it inspired me to create this episode because it touches on two things. Uh, the first one being one of the transformations that I 
will have in my book that I'm writing of the same name, The Seven Transformations. And that that is, you know, again, these are ongoing things. The Seven Transformations dis- discusses ongoing areas of life that I personally have found in the work that I do in my own life experiences that we are always transforming. It's a journey. And one of those transformations is on trust and control. You know, that's how I label it. But the idea is that, you know, you have situations in your life, people in your life that you want to control. We all want control to some extent for safety, for predictability. You know, it gives us peace of mind when things are all, you know, boxed up and under control. And the funny thing is, it's that's very far from the truth of reality. Reality is that you really don't have control over nearly as much as you think you do. And personally, I'm, you know, one of those people that really enjoy being organized, having things under control. Everybody's different. Everybody's going to have a different tolerance for different things. Some people can handle a lot of disarray and, let's say, not knowing where they're going in the future. That's another way of controlling, you know, an outcome is is knowing all the time. And some people, it's going to drive them nuts even if, you know, a sock is one angle versus another. That's that's the other end of the story that we call that obsessive-compulsive, you know, or obsessive. And sometimes we joke about it, but the reality is that that barometer of control is active in all of us. And I also put trust in there because trust is kind of the other side of it. You know, for example, one way that we struggle with control is that we don't trust other people. You know, we don't trust other people to help us out, to do the job like we want to do it, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And that all goes under control. And control is not a bad thing. You know, it's it's just a thing. It's good to have control over what you can. And it's good to also let go of the things that you can't. And how that ties into perfectionism, you know, we often look at perfectionism as a negative trait, when we when we hear the word perfectionist, it's like, oh, you know, that person's just a perfectionist. There's a negative connotation immediately that, that gets on top of that word. But I don't think that it has to be that. I don't think that it's negative or positive. I think it's just, it is what it is. And like anything else, there's two sides to the coin. And that's why I titled this episode, Perfecting Your Perfectionism, because I do believe perfectionism is a very useful tool like anything else it's a skill it's a it's an array of habits and attitudes that really help you to succeed if you look at anybody successful they're able to employ perfectionism to some degree you know i've even heard quotes like if you're not obsessed about something you're not trying hard enough that kind of thing and ultimately it is it is useful because without some degree of sense of urgency, without thoroughness, without, you know, being able to evaluate your own work in a critical way, but constructively, uh, you really, you really can't achieve that much. You know, certain things can only take you so far, but at some point you have to control the details. You have to, you know, uh, approach them. So perfectionism is a skill. Now, like anything else, a tool can also be misused. I can you know, cut some bread with my knife, or I can cut somebody with my knife. 
is really depending on the use of that tool. And sometimes a tool can be misused. So perfectionism is also a tool. It's it's something that helps you, but it can also dismantle your life and and relationships when you are trying to control things that are, let's say, beyond your control or getting on yourself for not meeting these arbitrary standards. You know, at the end of the day, standards are standards that you have created. Like yesterday with my day, I was definitely upset at myself because I wasn't at the top of my game, blah, 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 that kind of thing. But in reality, if I zoom back a little bit, dial it back, look at the bigger picture, I'm active 30 hours a week. I still manage to pull it together and have a relatively productive day. You know, fluctuations are a normal part of life. Something that fluctuates means that it it's alive. Nothing can stay the same. So wanting to be the same, let's say, you know, having the same kind of day all the time, that's not really going to help you grow either. You know, and sometimes perfectionism can makes a can make us get a little short-sighted because we're trying to control the details and when you're spinning around in that world of details and and in the moment kind of things, you tend to lose sight of the bigger picture. That's something that I've experienced many times. You know, I use dancing as an example. In in ballroom dancing and competitor dancing, we have to control a lot of details. You know, a successful couple, a successful dancer. You know, ballroom dancing is very structured. It's very full and rich of details. And and you really have to be very rigorous with the details if you want to be successful. But at the same time, you also have to, you know, get out of that detail work and look at the bigger picture. That's something that you need to do in anything, I think, in business, in a relationship. You know, sometimes I know I've been there. I'm sure you have been there. You're with somebody that you care about. And then suddenly you find yourself arguing about the stupidest stuff. And suddenly the relationship comes about who didn't put the dishes back or the socks there or this or that. And it's not about the details, the big things. You know, can you trust that person with your life? Do they want to be with you, you know, for the rest of their life? Whatever it is, the the things that are bigger and more important are what really matter. And again, they're both important. A successful anything, a successful relationship, a successful business, a partnership of any kind, it requires both looking at the bigger picture and looking at the details. And you're, and this is kind of going into my next point. Uh, remember I said that perfecting your perfectionism, I love this idea because it brings up two points. The first one is being aware of trust and control in our lives. And when is it you know, when is control helpful and when is it detrimental? You know, what are the things that we're trying to control that you really don't have control over and it's wasting your energy? And what are the things that you should impose control upon, usually internally within yourself rather than externally, that are going to help you succeed? And the next point besides control is that everything goes on a pendulum. You know, I heard this presentation a while ago on pendulums of life, and I absolutely love that idea. You know, everything oscillates between two ideas. You know, so for example, let's take details and bigger picture. That's pretty much the pendulum that we're talking about right now. 
you know, not one of them is an absolute truth because too much of the bigger picture, then you lose sight of the details and vice versa. So your ability to be successful, your ability to be happy, your ability to create something long-term that is growing and flourishing, again, whether that's a business, that's a partnership, a friendship, a whatever, a new creative endeavor, it doesn't matter. It's all the same. And your ability to create that will rely heavily on being able to go back and forth in that pendulum willingly, knowing what the two sides are and using them as tools for your growth and for your advantage. You need to be able to work within details and know when the details are now exhausting you and taking up energy. Get back to the bigger picture. Okay, let me get back to the bigger picture. I'll be able to work in that comfortably and then go back to the details. That is true freedom. That is true choice and living your life, living a created life. There is such a thing as living your life and being created by the world around you and all this consumer culture that we're in. And there is also creating your life, but that takes will, that takes choice, that takes awareness. And one of those things is awareness of these pendulums. Everything operates like this. And this is one of the things that I'll be podcasting about more uh, because I find it very interesting. You know, in dancing, we learn about leading and following. And everything goes in between those two, when to lead, when to follow, when do I push, when do I not push. And that's something that takes life experience and it takes trying and failing, but being aware that pendulums of life exist and seeing them in action in your life is something that I think is very valuable. And I've found it very valuable because I have to deal with it all the time in my relationships. You know, those are questions that I ask myself every day with my students, with my relationships, with my endeavors. You know, that's a great example. When to push, when to when to not push. That's one I use every day. And in this case, with perfecting your perfectionism, you know, being a perfectionist is not a bad thing. But perfecting it means being able to know when to push, you know, when to control the details. How much do I want out of this? And when to just let go and not be such a perfectionist and look at the bigger picture and see that it is perfect. Acceptance, right? Balancing not enough with acceptance and full completion. That is what it means to perfect perfectionism because the highest people, the most successful people are perfectionists, but they're also laid back perfectionists, I guess, if that exists. So Anyway, think about that in your own life. You know, for those of you that can relate and find yourself that are perfectionists, when is a time, maybe recently, when you could let go or could have let go or something in your life right now that you can let go of more or something that, you know what, I am going to stick through the details, through the challenges, because these things are important to me and, you know, I want to see them through. At the end of the day, it's it's up to you. It's your choice. And that is the dance of life that we live. So pendulums of life and perfecting your perfectionism. Tell me what you guys think. If you like this show, please subscribe. Let me know also if there's any other things that you feel really drawn to that you want me to discuss about. Again, this show is about transformation. It is also, I'm writing a book 
like I said, called The Seven Transformations, that is loosely based around the chakras and my own life experience as a professional dancer. Uh, I have a lot of interest in energy and chakras and dancing, movement therapy, music. A lot of these things work together. So this is an ongoing conversation. This is relatively a new project for me, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know either way, and I'll see you soon. Thanks for listening. (laughs) 